So, good Hare Krishna. So, I hope you all spend a very nice first night here in Golokadam if you are visitors. I must say, I slept so good with such, uh, let me say, such uh, good mental impressions. I was thinking of Vindavan in the night, mostly Vindavan and the uh, Govardhan and Giriyaj. I was thinking a lot of Giriyaj in the night and feeling really great to be here. But uh, uh, I realize some of you might have come late. Tushta Krishna, when did you come with Mangala? Yesterday night, yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking the, the drive is longer than expected, isn't it? We, we also, whew, we needed a lot of time to come here. Good, uh, my dear devotees, I'm very happy to give these lecture series. They're called uh, Awakening Bhakti, according to Srila Rupa Goswami's way. I, I somehow have the feeling it is so unruh here, so rest, but maybe that's because of the translation, isn't it? Yes, it's only that. Fine. Good. So let uh, let us start, mm, and let us, uh, yeah, become enlightened. Mm. Oh, <laughs> 
Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Hare Hare Hare
Krishna. Thank you, Bhagavadama. So, uh, I want to welcome you very much uh, for these lectures. Uh, let me just introduce them before I start. Mm, I started uh, to give, uh, to find a book from Srila Rupa Goswami, maybe f 30 years ago I found this book. And um, mm, I read it with some interest, uh, but later I found out that it was his last uh, work. Mm. After this, uh, writing this book, he retired. He mostly worshipped his beloved deities, uh, Shishiradha Govinda. At that time he had a little hut like this in the forest. It was a hut made with natural materials, bamboo, uh, cow dung, and uh, some reeds as a roof, and or, or perhaps banana leaves as a roof. And uh, he worshipped the deities with articles from the flowers, mostly flower crowns, flower earrings, and uh, uh, garlands which he made himself, often from gunja berries, some berries which are red and like Krishna's lips and blackish, have a little blackish thing like the ointment of his eyes. And he became totally absorbed in the service of his beloved deity and wrote these, these amazing verses uh, which where he expressed his heart's desire to render direct personal service in his uh, original eternal identity to to, to Krishna, so to Radha actually, uh, and to Krishna, and uh, so I was very young in spiritual life, thirty years ago, but. I remembered how reading this book somehow touched me in a in a deeper way, and I couldn't explain why. Then I took the book. I found the book again and again through my reading uh, uh, life, and um, uh, just two years ago, I rediscovered it again. And I found out that now, after 50 years of practicing Krishna consciousness, uh, I had been lacking something. As I told you yesterday, there is Krishna consciousness with nectar, or bhakti with nectar, and bhakti without nectar. I can't say that my 50 years were without nectar, but it was a different nectar. It was the nectar of, of yeah, dancing and chanting with thousands of people on these big programs which we had. We have devotees from the Ukraine. Did you know, know that we had a program right in Kiev 
where 5,000 military people danced in ecstasy. I mean, there were, there were many more, but uh, the military academy had sent 5,000 cadets, I think they're called, soldiers in training to learn some culture. So <laughs> we chanted and danced with them. Yes, and there was nectar of uh, 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 reading the, uh, the scriptures. I discovered many, many things. But uh, uh, I can't say that I really caught the essence of Krishna consciousness. The essence of Krishna consciousness is expressed in uh, uh, an amazing verse. Which verse do we actually have on the board? Is it Smatavyam Satatam Krishnam or is it a Bhagavatam verse? Yeah. Good. Um, mm, it's, uh, you will see, it's always being mindful of Krishna, having Krishna always in the heart, and as the Bhakti scriptures say, being sad when Krishna is not in the heart. Uh, have you ever heard that uh, our movement is called the movement for pizza consciousness? Or what, is, what are we conscious about? Uh, Krishna. What does this mean? This means to be mindful or have the mind full of Krishna always. So that is a deep point. And I want to read today the verse um, which Rupa Goswami quotes and then uh, describe to you his amazing uh, process how to develop this the level where you always think of Radha and Krishna. You are in in a sense no longer in the material world because you surround yourself only with memories of Radha and Krishna. So please uh, repeat after me. Om, let me see, we have here um, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Smatavya Satatam Vishnur Vismatavyo Najatuche Sarve Vidi Nishetasyur Sarve 
Tayoreva Kinkara Yes, someone else, please chant. Can we have a Vaishnavi, please? Chant also. Smadavyasa Datam Vishnu Vismadavyona Jatuche Sarevini Nishedasyo Etayoreva Kingara Smadavyasa To be remembered Satatam Always. Vishnu. Lord Vishnu. Vismatavya. To be forgotten. Na. Not. Jatuchit. At any time. Sarave. All. Vijinishedaha. Rules and prohibitions mentioned in the revealed scriptures or given by the spiritual master. Rules and prohibitions mentioned in the revealed scripture or given by the spiritual master. Suhu should be etayoho of these two principles. Eva certainly. Kinkaraha, the servants. Translation, Krishna is the origin of Lord Vishnu. He should always be remembered and never forgotten at any time. All the rules and prohibitions mentioned in the Shastras should be the servants of these two principles. Srila Prabhupada gives the following purport. This verse is a quotation from the Padma Purana. There are many regulative principles in the Shastras and directions given by the Spiritual Master. These regulative principles should act as servants of the basic principle, that is, one should always remember Krishna and never forget him. Uh, uh, let us uh, be aware when Prabhupada says here there are many regulative principles and directions. He does not refer here to the four rules and regulations which we well know, but all these recommendations that are given in the scriptures uh, that help us awaken Krishna consciousness. But he says they they should be servants to the basic principle. I think you know. Hmm? 
always remember Krishna, never forget him. This is possible when one chants the Hare Krishna mantra. Wow, what an interesting point. Therefore one must strictly chant the Hare Krishna mantra 24 hours daily. One may have other duties to perform under the direction of the spiritual master, but he must first abide by the spiritual master's order to chant a certain number of rounds. That's how it starts, no? Certain number of rounds. Some chant 4, 8, 16, 24, whatever is your number, this is what you chant. In our Krishna Consciousness Movement, we have recommended that the neophyte chant at least 16 rounds. This chanting of 16 rounds is absolutely necessary if one wants to remember Krishna and not forget him. Of all the regulative principles, the Spiritual Master's order to chant at least 16 rounds is most essential. One may sell books or enlist life members or render some other service, but these duties are not ordinary duties. These duties serve as an impetus for remembering Krishna. When one goes with a Sankirtan party or sells books, he naturally remembers that he is going to sell Krishna's books. In this way he also is remembering Krishna. When one goes to enlist a life member, he talks about Krishna and thereby remembers him. Smatavya satatam vishnu vismatavyo najatujit. The conclusion is that one must act in such a way that he will always remember Krishna and one must refrain from doing things that make him forget Krishna. These two principles form the basic background of Krishna Consciousness. Namaum Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pishtaya Bhutale Shimate Bhakti Vedanta Raminiti Namine Namaste Sadasate Deve Gauravani Vacharine Nirishesha Shunyavari Paskatyane Satarine Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Yadveta Gadarara Ivasani Govakyavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Let us ask the question how does someone look like who always does or who does what the verse here says to always remember Krishna and never forget him uh, and, and then we can see 
after determining what is the goal of our life, uh, how does Rupa Goswami direct us to reach this goal? There is a very interesting verse in the Bhagavatam, the two, they are, they are almost identical, which describe the goal of Krishna consciousness that is to be absorbed in divine love of, of Krishna, to be filled with love of Krishna. Uh, I'm reading to you the lesser known verse today. It is from the 11th canto, chapter 3, text 32. Here we find how such a devotee looks. He sometimes cries out loud. He is absorbed in thought of the infallible Lord. He misses Krishna. Sometimes such devotees may also laugh. They feel great pleasure. They speak out loud to the Lord as if he's just there. They dance and they sing. Such devotees having having transcended material conditioned life sometimes also imitate the unborn Supreme Lord by acting out his pastimes. Yes, they may stand on the street and sometimes oops, go like this. Uh, as if they are lifting the Govardhan hill. <laughs> There's so much identified with Krishna that they act out the pastimes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when they achieve his personal audience, they remain peaceful and silent. What do you think? Amazing personalities. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry, you are still resting. Sorry, I um, um, don't want to disturb you. <laughs> uh, there's a purport of Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur. Please, please, my dear devotees, be actively engaging with the text. Uh, he has, Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur, has actually explained the symptoms of love of Godhead. Rudanti. The devotees cry, thinking, another day has passed and still I could not obtain Krishna. Then what will I do? Where will I go? From whom shall I inquire? Can you show me Krishna? Can you show me Krishna? And who can possibly help me reach Krishna? Or Hasanti. I'm, I'm remembering this. Uh, this is very much like our Braj roaming. We were, we were in a. R- it is late at la- night. The sky is dark, like yesterday night. It was so dark, and Krishna is determined to steal from the house of one of the elderly gopis. He's hiding underneath a tree in the corner of the courtyard belonging to one of the cowherd men. But although Krishna thinks that he is completely concealed, he suddenly hears a voice from one of the elderly members of the family. Who are you there? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, but that's how he screams, the elderly member. Who are you? I say... Thus Krishna has been caught and he begins to flee the courtyard. 
<laughs> when this humorous scene is revealed to the devotee, the devotee begins to laugh heartily. No? <laughs> Krishna is there in the courtyard, he wants to steal, but he gets caught by maybe he makes some noise or something, uh, and then Krishna has to run away. Uh, and the devotee sees that, he remembers that. And he, he laughs, <laughs> Krishna runs away. Nandanti, when Krishna actually reveals his transcendental form to the devotee, the devotee experiences the highest bliss, Vandanti, mm -hmm. and the devotee says to the Lord, Oh Krishna, after so many days, I have finally achieved you. When all of the devotee's senses are thus absorbed in Krishna, the devotee has successfully transcended the material condition of life. This is indicated by the word alaukika, or the transcendental platform. Mm. So he is in the transcendental platform, because he always remembers Krishna in, in love. Mm. So, uh, Rupa Goswami uh, had been had met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Mahaprabhu had requested him to chalk out or explain a path by which ordinary people like you and me can reach this extraordinary state of Krishna consciousness. Uh, Rupa Goswami uh, uh, wrote this book, the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, in which he detailed a process step by step, uh, and he described also the different levels which one reached, will reach through this process uh, that, that brings us to this um, level. And um, uh, he has described it he has given a path, it is called sadhana bhakti, or bhakti in practice. This bhakti has two uh, roads on it. There are actually two roads in this compartment. Mm, and he has defined what this bhakti in practice does. He has written, um, kriti sadhya bhavet sadhya bhavasa sadhana bidha Nitya Siddhasya Bhavasya Prakatyam Riti Satyata. He says, uh, execute bhakti uh, with your senses. Uh, and then if you do that, uh, that is, you do with your physical senses the activities of bhakti, then uh, this er original eternal devotion is awakened in the heart. I will read you the verse. Uh, when transcendental devotional service by which love for Krishna is attained is executed by the senses, it is called sadhana bhakti or the regulative discharge of devotional service. Such devotion eternally already exists within the heart of every living entity. 
the awakening of this eternal devotion is the potentiality of devotional service and practice. I, I uh, realize the language is a little complicated, uh, but um, it says simply that if you do devotional service uh, in practice, sadhana bhakti, where you execute uh, certain activities with your mind, certain activities with your physical body, and certain uh, and activities where you also engage your your intention, how you want to do this, you you reach actually uh, you 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 awaken uh, this eternal devotion. It's sleeping. Mm. A very interesting Christian thinker uh, uh, speaks about. Uh, an idea which I want to share with you. He says, when I find in my heart desires that I cannot fulfill in this world, I must conclude that I meant to fulfill these desires in another world, in a spiritual world. This is what many devotees of you have uh, have realized they at one stage found out oh my god I have seen now so many movies I have tried so many material things but still there are desires in me which are not satisfied let me see where I can satisfy these desires and this is how you have come to Krishna consciousness so Rupa Goswami Mm -hmm. uh, starts also there. He says, "This bhakti can only be attained when you, when you actually become aware there are desires in me, uh, which I cannot fulfill in this world, uh, and you develop a, an urge. I must fulfill this, these desires. At that time, his process starts with the teacher." You enter the door of bhakti, actually, by passing uh, over a threshold um, where you take refuge with the spiritual master, you accept initiation from him, and you actually serve him. Um, you serve him in many ways. One is by hearing from him, and as you do bhakti, you meet into the mm, palace of bhakti and there in this palace of bhakti you meet a number of activities uh, that help you to awaken your devotional service amongst these are the famous nine processes of devotional service who does know one of the processes of the nine Yes, Shravanam, you hear about Krishna. Kirtanam, you glorify him. Smaranam, what does this mean? You remember him. You sit actually down and remember him. Um, I remember three days ago I was walking and uh, I had chanted all the rounds and I was walking and I thought, what devotional service can I do now? 
And I said, let me remember everything which I heard about Krishna. <laughs> it was a lot. So I never reached the end of this exercise. But it was really nice. Uh, mm -hmm. And Rupa Goswami gives examples of these different activities so that we know how to do them. We, uh, for instance, Parikshit Maharaj uh, attained the highest perfection of devotion by practicing one activity, one devotional service. Who remembers what Parikshit did? He sat down at the end of his life and engaged in a Shravana marathon. For seven days, he only heard about Krishna. That's a devotional service. That's how Rupa Goswami quotes him as the example of someone who only did one thing. He didn't do the 64 other things or 63 other things. And then he gives another example. Shukadev, for his part, what did he do? Kirtanam, he glorified the Lord by narrating Srimad Bhagavatam. You know, he didn't stop for seven days, he taught. And he, he attained perfection. Prahlad Maharaj always remembered the Lord. Many don't know this about Prahlad Maharaj. But he would sometimes, he, he would often be found under a tree where he just sat and remembered Krishna. Or sometimes in the ecstasy of love of God, he would uh, lie in the temple. Do you know what he did there? He didn't look at Krishna. He didn't, there was no one to talk about Krishna. He was all alone lying on the temple room, uh, in the temple room. He, he was not resting. He was remembering Krishna. So this is Prahlad Maharaj. The goddess of fortune served Mahavishnu by... Yeah, what does this mean? Yes, what does this mean? Wonderful. See, you have to always ask the question, what does this mean? If you only have words in your head, you must have the meaning in your head. Hmm? She massaged his transcendental feet. We can imagine them. She had oil. She, she, her hands were like lotus flowers. Lotuses. And the... the, the uh, the feet of the Lord had, had toes and they were like petals of the lotus flowers. So she went like this, she massaged and so on. Pritu Maharaj, he worshipped the deity form of the Lord. Many don't know this. Pritu Maharaj was a king, but he personally uh, did the Mangal Artics for the Lord. <laughs> Akrura recited prayers for him. Hanuman served Lord Ramachanta with great determination. Mm. So much that Lord Ramachanta embraced him. There are three times where Lord Ramachanda was so satisfied with Hanuman. The first time where Hanuman embraced him, uh, where, where he embraced Hanuman was when Hanuman came back from Lanka with the news of, I have found Sita. Brahmachanta 
embraced him uh, during that time, the first time. Uh, and uh, the last time he embraced him is when Hanuman, uh, when he rewarded Hanuman for his great, great uh, service. Um, yeah, he embraced Hanuman three times. I, I forgot the, uh, you know, when Hanuman had led the armies against Lanka and had uh, annihilated the, all the demon race. Mm, yeah, there was an embrace at that time. Mm. Uh, so, so yes, Arjuna became perfect just by being the friend of Krishna and Bali Maharaj displayed full surrender by offering everything he possessed to the service of the Lord. Bali Maharaj actually gave the whole universe to Krishna. So these are nine processes of devotional service and Rupa Goswami uh, 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 says if you do these 64, it's all together 64, including these nine, uh, then you will awaken uh, mm, mm, devotional service. Now Rupa Goswami uh, explained this is more the mechanical uh, process but there is another process and the, uh, he then explained the mysterious Raga Nuga Bhakti it's also another or the second type of devotional service in practice um, the difference is that in Vaidhi Bhakti one concentrates on the conscious use of the senses, you know, okay, I'm going to do this now. Uh, let me let me do an aratik. What do I need to make an aratik? I get a lamp, I get a givix for the lamp, I get uh, incense, I get water, and so on. And then one goes through the uh, offering everything in beautiful circles to the Lord. Um, one uh, does this every day. You can find devotees here in the temple who do this every single day. Um, maybe five artics a day they offer. Yes, you find them here. Amazing people. Uh, and uh, then the second, so this can be done by someone who, who really also can forget Krishna. It's possible to do these things and not be mindful of Krishna. But Rupa Goswami says, then you miss the essence. Then you follow all these rules and regulations, but you, uh, you, you're not in the essence. You're, not, you're missing the whole point of bhakti. But then you can... Mm, then there is this other path. Uh, Raganugap, uh, where it's all about remembering Krishna. There is no time when the Raganuga Bhakti, the spontaneous devotee, will forget Krishna. That's his goal. He always wants to remember Krishna. He is not so much dependent on the external use of the senses. He does it more with the mind. And, uh, uh, and he needs for this two things. One is he needs to have greed, lobha, uh, that he really wants to do it. You know, 
the activity, the mind, you can force the senses to do activities, but the mind cannot be forced so easily. There are many devotees who say they follow the path of Raganuga, but they don't have any, because no one can check them, <laughs> what they really do, <laughs> what the mind really thinks about. But the idea here is, it's a, you 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 follow it according to the to an internal motivation. No longer you are motivated from outside, and and you need examples how people do this. This uh, Rupa Goswami says, such a devotee should always think of Krishna within himself and should choose a very dear devotee who is a servitor of Krishna in Vindavan. One should constantly engage in topics about that servitor and his loving relationship with Krishna and one should live in Vindavan. If one is physically unable to go to Vindavan, he should live there mentally. This is, uh, this is the process. Um, in our movement, we usually say this uh, Raganuga Bhakti is for later. It is uh, uh, when you are a little bit purified by the execution of the sen senses through these regulated Vaidhi activities, then you develop it. This is a, a good observation, it's a very practical observation, but strictly speaking, these are two different paths. No? They, are, they are both there in Bhakti, and our movement Prabhupada chose to not put so much emphasis on this because he could see the devotees are not yet motivated. They are not so interested in Krishna. They are not so, uh, let us say, so, so mindful of Krishna throughout the day. And therefore, they are, it's better if they engage in regulative senses, uh, regulative activities on the Vaidhi Marga. No? Uh, yes, so either these two paths, I also think personally that in our movement, because uh, yeah, we are also, while we do things remembering Krishna, uh, in other words, when the priests here, for instance, in the temple, I know the priests here, a few of them personally, and I know that some of them, when they do, uh, offer the, the, their services according to the rules of Vaidhi Bhakti, they think actually of Krishna uh, and how he is worshipped in the same way in Vindavan. No? How he, when they get up early in the morning, they think and, and wake Krishna, they think of how Krishna's devotees in Vindavan wake up Krishna. I have spoken with such with these devotees. They think it. They think about it, and or when they offer an an arctic in the in the afternoon, they think how Krishna returns from the pasturing grounds, uh, and 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 so on. And in this way, they do do what Jiva Goswami, uh, a follower of Rupa Goswami, says. They mix. Raga 
bhakti, Rauraganuga bhakti, with Vaidhi bhakti. And this is most probably the most practical way to overthink of Krishna. This, to mix in your regulative practices, which you do um, according to the guidebook of, of devotional service, to mix memory, remembrance of Krishna uh, very regularly. So this is the path and it awakens love of Godhead. Now Rupa Goswami speaks about what this love of Godhead is uh, like. Mm. Uh, the love of Godhead, he says, mm, uh, I want to find this for you, is something which is full of rasa. It is full of such great taste, my dear devotees, that you actually uh, forget uh, the so-called interesting things of the world, including the things you might be at present attached to from the world. He, um, he says, Vatitya bhavana vartma Yascha matkara bhadabhu Hridisad vachvale bhadham Svadate sarasomata that which is beyond imagination, that is with heavy, this heavy with wonder and surprises, and it is relished in the heart, uh, that is known as rasa, the bhakti rasa or love of Krishna. And he gives an example, Krishna's mother Yashoda. Uh, she has parental love for Krishna. She actually thinks Krishna or God is my little boy. <laughs> and wakes him up in the morning and when she sees that uh, there are marks on Krishna's body because he was out all night uh, and he had met the gopis in the forest of Vindavan, uh, he, she thinks these marks are from the previous days and she complains why are the friends of Krishna the boyfriends of Krishna always so rough and wrestle with him he, she thinks she, he's a little boy he has nothing to do with gopis or so with little boys so don't, don't go with, uh, with uh, the cowherd girls no she, she is my boy She's, he's always playing so rough in the, uh, and uh, therefore mm, I must now give him a good bath and good massage. Mm. When mm, uh, 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 Mother Yashoda, are you interested in this or is this beyond you? Yes. Mm, good. Uh, she has one mood, it talks Krishna, that is the Vatsalya Bhava. And this is called the stai bhava, the steady, ecstatic bhava. But in this bhava now, different waves begin to appear. The love of Krishna, you must understand, is like an ocean. And just like in an ocean, there are different waves and different currents. When you have love of Krishna, there are different uh, waves. For instance, when Mother Yashoda sees Krishna in the distance with, uh, surrounded by the cowherd boys and cows, uh, 
a, a very, very uh, mm, mm, spontaneous uh, love uh, comes uh, uh, up in her. She rushes f uh, forward mm, to meet Krishna. And she thinks, I, I must press him to the to her ch to my chest. Uh, so she runs um, to meet Krishna. And while she runs, her love works so deeply into her heart that milk actually comes out of her breasts and wettens her zari. There is a voluntary movement that is she runs forward to embrace her little boy. It's called mm, as Mm, mm, mm. And, and then in this voluntary expression uh, there are uh, different emotions like she cries tears of joy and milk comes out of her chest which is called a sattvika bhava no? mm. and while she runs towards Krishna and her tears blind her vision like a veil that covers the eyes, Mother Yashoda uh, uh, develops also what is called a Vyabhichari Bhava. She becomes depressed. Why? I'm, I waited to see Krishna all day. Now I can't see him. He's right before me, but my tears are blinding me. Um, and uh, 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 however, soon her tears, a veil of tears, clears away and then she sees Krishna again but this time her seeing Krishna is different from the first time where she just saw him from the distance this time my dear devotees her um, bhava or her ecstatic feelings are so much heightened in this way Rupa Goswami this is the major part of his book he uh, he describes what love of Godhead is, what are the different waves in it, what are the different currents in it, what are the different emotions. He really gets into spiritual psychology and, uh, and so on. But um, perhaps what is very interesting for us to note is that as you practice uh, that there is a practice how to develop it. And that is detailed in, the, uh, in this uh, work, Nectar of the uh, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Mm, there are five, he, he says, there are five practices which are extremely powerful. Uh, and uh, many of us, mm, they focus on, on, on these five practices. The first is to, to meet devotees. The second is to uh, hear the Bhagavata, uh, no, to, to chant with them. The third is to hear the Bhagavatam in their association. That's what we try to do here. And the, then there is to, to worship the deities and to go to places of pilgrimages. This is the uh, process of Rupa Goswami in a nutshell and the result of it is that you will actually enter into the ocean of devotion with all its waves and all its currents. 
However, this only works, my dear devotees, when you practice the main, pra the main principle. What is the main principle? Always remember Krishna. Never forget. Are you feeling you are doing this? What could you do to remember Krishna more? Do you have ideas? I, I want to say, if you have a car, Rupa Goswami's work is like a good car. It can carry you, you know, a car. Let us say, uh, mm, uh, what is a good car? Mm, yeah, Volkswagen, for instance. It's a good car. It can carry you, but it needs to have fuel. Uh, if you don't uh, use benzene, your good Volkswagen cannot bring you anywhere. <laughs> so you must remember Krishna and never forget him. What could you do to, to increase this? Is it necessary, first of all, to get some benzene <laughs> for the car? Yeah, you agree with me. <laughs> What, so how can you get, what could you do? To pray to Krishna? I couldn't hear the rest. To send, to send a thoughts about, yes, please Krishna, I'm, I'm trying, but I don't remember you, so... Mm -hmm. Often that's what they do in India. When, when, the, when in India the, uh, you tell someone, why not become a devotee? Then, he, uh, then the Indian will say, pray for me. <laughs> no, it, it requires also some... Then I say, yeah, yeah, but you have to also want it first of all, and uh, you have to do something. <laughs> then only it will work. <laughs> so pray is... But pray is good. Pray is very good. It's when Prabhupada uh, once did a morning walk in San Francisco and he said in the morning walk something interesting. He said, when we chant, we should chant, but we should also pray to Krishna. Krishna, I'm trying to chant, but I'm failing. Please give me strength. Please give me strength. So what else can you do to remember Krishna? <laughs> Why does this help? They usually talk about mobile telephones. <laughs> no, and I, please, we have, to, we have to be a little scientific here. Uh, I won't accept just formula answers. Uh, you have to convince me. <laughs> Whatever uh, you are doing, try to associate with Krishna. Whatever you do, associate it with Krishna. This is, by the way, a very, very practical thing. Mm, uh, if you are interested, there is even a verse uh, which the devotee who does follow this path does it is two it's the in the eleventh canto you can write it down probably because you 
you said it very nicely. It's 36, as if I'm properly informed. I think I have it here. Yeah. Yes. Such a devotee will, who will associate what he does with Krishna. That's a very nice way to remember Krishna. Kayena vacha manasendriyeva budyad manavanushita svabhavat karoti yat yat sakalam parasmai narayana yeti samapayetat. No? In accordance with everyone has gotten a certain nature in conditioned life. So whatever one does according to this nature with one's body, words, mind, senses, intelligence uh, or purified consciousness, one should offer it to the Supreme Lord thinking this is for the pleasure of Lord Narayan. What do you do? Computer science? Informatic? Yes, IT. Yeah, of course. Um, so, uh, when you go, to, this means you go to your office, uh, do you do programming or what is your particular brand thing? Sorry? Kind of programming. A little complicated, yes. A kind of programming. You can see how to, to associate this with Krishna. For instance, I'm making this uh, programs here to supply um, uh, some safety for my family no? and for my life so that I can pursue Krishna consciousness. No? Or you can say, think, oh my God, I got a good idea here. This came from Krishna, who's, who's, who said, uh, for me come remembrance and forgetfulness. Mm -hmm. Anything else you can do to re increase your uh, reading, uh, remembering of Krishna. Yes? Like reading books. Reading books. Or you can also hear books. I know that Mangala and Tushta, every <coughs> is it weekly, they have a weekly Sangha where they read about Krishna's pastimes. It's, it's available on the internet. Is it in German language even? Even in Deutsche Sprache, my God. Uh, you can contact Tushtan Mangala after, after this and you can become a member of that um, reading uh, group. No? They read every day. Pa uh, they read Gopal Champu. And, and then and then and then afterwards one should forget immediately. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was uh, take strong antibiotics there. I'm not. Uh, then you remember that. Th that's the idea, no? To train your remembrance. Das wäre doch was für dich, Michaela. Nicht? Das ist in Deutsch bist wahrscheinlich sogar schon Mitglied. Ja, kann man, kann man Mitglied werden. Umsonst sogar, wahrscheinlich. Ich weiß nicht, aber ja. So, in other words, if you have Krishna consciousness, you have, it's like a good car. Now use it by remembering Krishna 
and never forget and forgetting Krishna. I think this is the very important discovery of Rupa Goswami. Um, Uh, before he actually talks about the actual practice, he clarifies in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu that this will work only uh, if you are aware of the very basic principle to always remember Krishna and never forget him. This is the process of devotional service. I talked today with one nice devotee and he said, Yes, I was in Vindavan and I I begin to think also I should remember Krishna more often. It's a discipline. At the moment we remember the things we are busy with. Uh, our work, our cars, our horses, if we run with, if we have horses, <laughs> or we remember the things we are Uh, surrounding ourselves with, um, perhaps some of you are studying the news because they need to know how to navigate in their work, in, in, in life. No, but uh, in Rupa Goswami's process, which awakens bhakti, you do certain things, but uh, you do it based on remembering Krishna and never forget him. And this, by the way is the uh, fuel both for Vaidhi Bhakti and for Raga Bhakti. Uh, both for, uh, only work if you remember Radha and Krishna always and never forget them. <laughs> uh, good. Fine, I have reached the end of my class today. I Let me see. It was a little... Uh, theoretical. Tomorrow I will give a class which is extremely practical. We will actually understand how to uh, make use of one very important process of bhakti uh, and how to use it and we will also hear a little of Rupa Goswami's Utkalika Valari. Hare Krishna. Let me see, do you have any questions regarding this? I see one question, one hand is up. Our, uh, uh, there is our uh, Jai Gopal, there's Gauri, and there's Madhavi. Madhav, Madhavi. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, Jai Gopal. Um, <coughs> question concerning um, uh, where you said Actually, this the Vaidhi and Raghunuga Bhakti are two different processes. Jiva yes. Goswami mentions that Vaishnavas mix in the, the Raghunuga process into Vaidhi. Yeah. And maybe it's about clarifying what my understanding. My understanding developed in Krishna consciousness that without this aspect of Rag in Vaidhi Bhakti, it doesn't really make sense. It is like you can disciplinary focus your mind, your body and the service, but it's like using a muscle and you don't give, if there's no, so no food coming in, it wears out and you get exhausted, but yeah. some love, some, some certain longing is there in your practical, then, then it somehow it's, it's, um, 
keeps you it keeps you going or, or if, if just the, the least greed you have is your exhaustion of material life that oh, this is not possible I, I want you Krishna so in that sense I feel like mm, is it practically really acceptable or is it really important to bring in this aspect of global or, or greed for, for Krishna mm -hmm. yes mm. You must know that there are two processes of bhakti. One is where the taste has not yet developed. This is ajata ruchi bhakti. It is bhakti where the taste for Krishna is just not there. And then there is the second type of bhakti. It is jata ruchi, where the taste has been born. It is there. So how does this birth of taste take place. You remember yesterday, no, yesterday you were still coming, I think you were traveling. We, we shared with the devotees a prayer of Bhakti Vinod Thakur, please maintain me, uh, the devotee prays, by giving me taste. Mm. So this taste how, how does it come? Of course we can pray for it, like Bhaktivinoda Thakur, but more specifically it comes when you see, when you learn um, about how the devotees uh, relate with Krishna and how Krishna relates with, with the devotees. Then you become very interested. Oh, I must, I must, I must also uh, relate like this to Krishna. For instance, you hear about Krishna coming home from the meadows and uh, uh, Nanda Maharaj knows that the cows will not give milk if Krishna does not go and start first to, to milk them, that the cows will keep the milk inside because they wait for Krishna. So then, you, Krishna, then he, he wants Krishna to, to go to the Goshala, but, but Krishna has just returned. So Krishna, knowing my father wants me to milk the cows, uh, and my father is all and everything for me. Krishna comes down, uh, comes and sits, and he puts sandals on his feet. And while he does it, he smiles at Nanda and nods, saying, "Yeah, I know what you wish." And I'm just dressing my sandals. I went barefoot all day, mm, but now I'm dressing in sandals because I'm a little tired and it's easier to walk with sandals. So I, I go to the Goshala uh, and she, he goes to the Goshala because Nanda uh, wants it. Uh, and, and you hear, wow, Krishna loves Nanda so much. And then you hear when he comes back from the Goshala and is showered and eaten, he, uh, Nanda waits for him and Krishna takes this little puts his little hand into Nanda's hand and looks at Nanda again so sweetly. Father, will we go to the entertainment? And, and Nanda goes with him the steps to the Nanda Bhavan, this house, where there is the evening entertainment. You know, 
acrobats and so on. And you hear this, wow, wow, this is wonderful. And you develop some desire. I want to love Krishna like that also. I want to be close to Krishna like this. This is how the loba, the greed, appears, you know. And it's so simple and psychologically so easily to under be understood. It's um, because isn't that how you also developed? I think you like mountain biking, um, so you must have seen someone going on a mountain bike on the top of the Eiger Nordwand, you know, and you thought I must do that also, you know, and you put your mountain bike in a helicopter and flew up the Eiger Nordwand in Switzerland and then bicycled on the Eiger Nordwand on the top. It's you see something and then which, which charms your heart and then you want to do that as well. It's called extreme sport. No? Jai Gopal knows extreme sport. So, so we Jiva Goswami makes it very clear by listening about the sweet dealings between Krishna and the devotees and the sweet dealings of the devotees and Krishna the devotee develops such love for Krishna no? this is how it happens uh, it's uh, simple you, 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 you listen and I would highly recommend for instance I'm I want to read at the morning, at the moment, but I can't find the book in, in Golokadam up till now. Burihat Bhagavatam Ritava. There are these beautiful pastimes and how the devotees deal with Krishna are described towards the end. And uh, yeah, mm. this is how, the, how your desire develops. No? Then, uh, while you do your devotional services, you start to mix it. For instance, you chant your rounds. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Oh my God. I've just started my rounds. Fifteen more to go. <laughs> Oof. This is one thought. No? But the other thought is, how can I bring some life to my japa? Uh, you know, so I could, well, I could read a little in the Krishna book, for instance, about Krishna, how he goes with his cowherd uh, boys out into the forest of Vindavan. You read this and then you chant, uh, Hare Krishna, you chant and the memory comes back to your mind. Wow, Krishna goes into the forest of Vindavan. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Oh, you feel so much, Krishna, 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 Krishna is so wonderful. And this is how you mix. Your, your activity of chanting in a mechanical way could be part of Vaidhi Bhakti. Others disagree. They say chanting the holy name is always on a higher level, however it is, whatever your, your realization uh, is, you mix it, no? And then it gets life. Don't tolerate that your car may be standing before your door for already 30 years, Jai Gopal, because you have not put the benzene in. Some devotees are like this. I, I get regular 
uh, descriptions of devotees. They say, I, I do this now for 30 years, but I have no taste. Yeah, because you lack the fuel. You have to put some fuel in. This is not yet Raga Nuga Bhakti, but it's starting with the principle of remembering Krishna, which needs to be done in all ways, whatever path you choose. If you want Vaidhi Bhakti, to start there, uh, put, uh, uh, put this principle in there. If you want another path, put that principle in. But put some benzene in, in your car. Move forward, it's high time. Uh, the storm is becoming stronger. If you don't become stronger, it will blow you away. You know, Maya. Maya. Hare Krishna. So there was a Gauri was also there. Who's that? <laughs> yeah. Who, who's behind? If I see, if I maybe see a picture of you, then I know the person behind the picture, and I can relate mm -hmm. to it. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know the person behind the picture, so it's quite empty. Yeah. Understand? I understand completely. Thank you, Gori. It is a very important question. Uh, do you understand Gori's question? Mm. It's it's a very important question. There's something sleeping in you. And unless you wake that up, you will remain dissatisfied in your life. The Vedanta Sutra says, mm, love of Krishna is already there, uh, but it is there in a, in a sleeping form, in a seed-like form. Uh, the scriptures give an example, it's in the Vedanta Sutra and in the commentaries, um, which I like very much. It is um, virility, uh, that is the ability to, to make a family, is resting already in the bodies of, uh, of, of the young children. You know, they just need to grow up, they need to come into age, and then it will be possible for them to, to also make a family. It is already sleeping inside as a potential. So in the same way, we all have love of Krishna sleeping in us. It's a potential which needs to be awakened. It is there. Or, or look at a seed uh, of a tree. Uh, inside the tree, although you don't see it, is a potential for a tree 
with fruits. You can feel this potential. You can feel this sleeping uh, wave in your consciousness when you are associating with processes like kirtan. At times when you are in kirtan, you might feel, uh, as you sing the names of Krishna again and again, some some taste which you have not felt before. Bhaktivinoda Thakur in Chaitanya Shikshamrita speaks about the sudden taste which comes by comparing it to a, a lightning in the night. Oh my God! You see something. Oh, 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 oh I've not, not seen this before. Have you seen lightning in the night? I think so. No? When we were young, we often were not able to sleep when there was thunder and lightning, and we might have gone to the window where we were sleeping and saw this beautiful lightning uh, walking over the sky with big steps. Mm-mm, you know, so we, 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 and then it disappears. In the same way, these, uh, uh, even a conditioned soul can sometimes feel these devotional or spiritual inclinations. Uh, they announce themselves, they, they manifest themselves, uh, mm, 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 and, and they, they need to be pursued. No? There is a beautiful verse by Rumi, It is, you've all heard the voice, haven't you? You know, (laughs) it goes something like this. Right right now I don't remember the exact wordings of it. It's it's, it's within us. And that's, uh, you find in yourself at times some little feelings. In my... uh, in the book, The Living Name, I give an example which I heard when I was, uh, you know, someone came to me after a lecture I gave in Frankfurt, I believe. Uh, I talked in the lecture about that there is something in us, a relationship to Krishna, which we don't know uh, consciously. And I gave an example that sometimes it is seen that young children, uh, you know, when they're babies during war situations, are separated from their parents. But later, they mm, they uh, go back and meet their parents. You know, imagine the situation. Uh, as a baby, this let us say, Simon was taken away from his Bulgarian or Romanian parents. Um, and brought into Germany by the Nazis to make him a Nazi. Uh, And uh, he grew up and the political climate changed. Now he's a bank director and he wants to know who are my parents. I I don't remember seeing my father. I don't remember seeing his face. So he goes to this uh, NGO, this this, this, uh, organization 
who brings people who were separated in war together and he he then f <laughs> uh, gets the address and he is brought uh, there into this little Romanian village and he is now standing before the door he knocks at the door he hears some steps inside the little house and then an old man opens the door and all of a sudden he knows father and the old man looks at him <laughs> and recognize because it's inside but it's forgotten um, in the same way this love of Krishna is there in a potential form we can all have this it is some some argue uh, is it there as, as, as love and mo and uh, and the some people say no, it's not there as love. It has to be given by a devotee. And others say, no, it is there. H how do we bring the two together? Well, it's there in a potential form. We all can develop love of Krishna. No, do you? Everyone will agree to this. Otherwise, uh, the group number one will agree to it, the group number two will agree to it. So there is something there, a potential is there, which needs to be awakened in one way or another. Hmm? So, yeah, so. Look more at Krishna photos, Gauri. Sing more kirtan. Dance more. Hmm? Come more to devotees' uh, associations. Talk with them. And you will see, it, it, it will become very concrete. And you know what? A secret? When you are in Vindavan Dam and you sit in the dust of Vindavan, and then you feel it's very uh, real. I think you were in Vindavan. And didn't you also feel in Vindavan sometimes? <coughs> Sometimes, little, yes, at least something. Yes. Madhavi. Madhava Priya, sorry. I'm taking strong antibiotics, so my mind already doesn't work, but now it doesn't work at all. <laughs> In terms of remembering names. Yeah, you need association, like-minded association. Yes. In that association a lot of uh, inspiration is born. Krishna, Krishna. 
you need to meet devotees who will say, Krishna to you, Radha. <laughs> yeah, so I am very happy to conclude my lecture here because time is also there. I thank you very, very much for attending this program and tomorrow we will be very practical. We will hear a verse by Rupa Goswami from this amazing uh, work Utkalika Valari and then we will go really into a practical uh, a way of awakening our bhakti. But for today I just wanted to bring the general principle to your attention. Uh, there, Rupa Goswami says this love of Krishna is, can be awakened in the heart. Uh, and I wrote to you the, I quoted to you the verse which he uses uh, by uh, the processes of sadhana bhakti. They had two, two ways. And the principle of sadhana bhakti is to, huh? Always remember Krishna, never forget him. And we did some, uh, we put our collective mind to task how we can remember Krishna during our stormy days. No? Mm. Uh, and this principle, by the way, is there in the two forms of sadhana bhakti, Vaidhi and Raga. The, the, it's, it's the basic principle for both. No? It is... Uh, it must be there in both. <laughs>